Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Hey, everybody. I'm Jason Mefford, and I'm here with Brad Miller. And uh, today we thought we would talk about something that you might not think about, because I think sometimes as we're on a path like this and we're with ourselves all the time, sometimes we stop and wonder, am I actually making any progress here, right? Is, is, are things better now than they were before? And so we want to jump in and talk about that because I think sometimes we're kind of hard on ourselves and don't actually realize how much progress we are actually making. So Brad, as we were talking about this, you just went through an experience that we thought might be a good one to kind of kick off this episode yeah. with um, that you just experienced here the last week or so mm -hmm. um, that kind of shows this in action, if you will. And then I can share some and we can kind of go back and forth yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So kind of to your point that I think a lot of times as we kind of go on this path, it's hard for us to see the growth, the changes in us. Um, I kind of make it like my daughter. She's eight years old, so she's constantly growing. But because we're with her every day, because we are there and see her, we don't necessarily can tell or say, hey, you know what? You've grown two inches. Like it's generally not like this big jump all of a sudden. She's a foot taller when she wakes up the next morning. But like it's little incremental stuff. You know, she grows a little bit, you know, you know, millimeter by millimeter. And eventually, you know, she ends up growing. But if you just look on our day to day basis, it's hard for us to tell that she's been growing. Now, you know, like her grandma comes to visit and she says, oh, you look taller, you know, than when mm -hmm. I last saw you because it's been it's been a while. She can see the difference. Um, or if, you know, she, we one day we look and like her pants are getting a little short or the sleeves are a little bit short on her on her on her clothes, then we can say, OK, well, yeah, it looks like you've been growing. We didn't maybe pick up as it was happening, but we can kind of see the aftermath of you of you growing. You know, we can kind of compare it to something else. And I think that's a lot similar to when it comes to kind of growing. Um, so my experience, so um, two weeks ago, and actually it was the day that we record that well, we last recorded, um, my wife hit a deer. I was going down the highway. So she, oh, so oh, she wasn't like punching it and hit the deer? No, she was not <laughs> uh, boxing with it or sparring with the deer. She was in the car, in my car, driving to work. Uh, it was kind of dark because it was before the time had changed here. And she was she was driving down the road. And all of a sudden, she kind of went up a hill over the crest or kind of went around a corner. And the deer was right there in her lane. And before she, you know, she she hit the brakes. But before the car could stop, boom, deer went flying, you know, airbag, the whole nine yards. Um, ultimately, the, the car was totaled, Yep. you know, with everything else. She was fine. She was, you know, shaken up at the time. You can have emotional about it. She still has a little bit of fear of driving in the dark now, you know, fear of a deer jumping. But that's mm -hmm. that's kind of psychological. That's not physical. Physically, though, outside of a little stiff and sore a few days afterwards, she's fine with it. 
Um, so normally I think if something like this happened, my first thought would have been, you're okay, good. Why the hell did you crash my car? Like, weren't you paying attention? <laughs> like, did, how did you not see the big deer in front of you? Like, what were you doing? Were you going, were you speeding? Were you going too fast? Like what was going on? Like, I'd be really kind of upset and angry because this was my car that she was driving. Uh, you know, it gets better gas mileage than hers. So she's driving it to work. Um, and and totally it's and it's now it's gone it's destroyed so now I no longer have a car, you know this car I just had paid it off I don't know five or six months ago so I didn't have any car payments on it and now I'm like well I'm gonna have to get a new car and I gotta get pay you know I gotta start payments again and all that stuff like all this shit I could have gotten into and in the past I would have like I would have mm-hmm. made sure she was safe and okay but then I would have probably even if I didn't say it out loud to her I would probably internalized all this stuff. And this anger or, or there's all these emotions and things like that. But that's not what happened. She when she, you know, she called me in tears, all upset about it. And the only thing in my mind was, are you okay? If you're okay, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And through the whole experience, that's the only thing that's going through my head is, are you okay today? You know what? It could have been a lot worse. The car could have flipped over, would have hit the deer. It could have rolled. There could have been other cars coming. Like, I've gotten seriously injured, you know, airbag in the face. Like, all kinds of stuff could happen and, and nothing. You know, that's what's really most important to me. It's a car, you know, I got to get a new one. Oh, well. You know, maybe now it means I have, I get to go through the process of finding a new car, new test drives, and, you know, kind of there's fun in, 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 the, in that and stuff. And so, you know, try to look at the positives of it and stay, you know, and stay neutral, not getting attached to everything and getting in all the shit that I could have. And if this would have happened a year ago, the outcome would have been different. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's interesting because as you say, as you say that, and I know everybody listening, because I, I can relate to it too, right? Is that when things like that happen, we know we know because we've been taught that our first question is supposed to be are you okay but that's usually not what we're concerned (laughs) concerned with right it's like we can see you're okay yeah now very question out of the way now now let me let me stew in my shit like i like i like i'd want to do right well what's interesting too right is and and you know again we're, we're talking about are we making progress right well and, you know, kind of from a spiritual standpoint, getting out of some of those lower frequency emotions, not getting triggered, uh, you know, not getting into things like fear and anger and some of that stuff and 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 not having as much attachment is are all things along the path. Right. But what's interesting is, like you said, you know, and I, I've been the same way before. Right. Where. Or actually, you know, the line of questioning, like you said, that you might have done, let's say, a year or two ago, is actually pretty selfish. You know, it's oh, like it's selfish. all about me, 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 me kind of thing, because it's like, OK, yeah. I've checked that you're OK. Now, how does this impact me? Yep. Right. And and a lot of times we'll try to find somebody to blame. Right. Like you said, what do you mean? You didn't see this big deer standing in the middle of the road. Were you paying attention? Come on. Right. Because you didn't, you know, have the facts and circumstances about how it was over the top of the hill and all these things like that. Right. So, so we're looking at blame a lot of times. Right. Because it's like, you know, man, you know, I just paid off my car and believe me, I know what a great feeling it is not to have car payments. Right. Mm -hmm. 
went that way for a while. And now I've got payment on my car that I have now, right? Can't wait until I have that feeling again of not having the <laughs> car payment. But, but, you know, that that's just kind of, you know, the one side of it. And a lot of times we go into the anger or the, the why me, right? Like, well, why did this happen to me? I worked really hard. I just got right. everything paid off. Does the universe hate me? Bad things right? always happen. Like just bad things always thing. happen to me. All these things that we normally, you know, would go through and say if we're, I don't know, a little more immature. I don't know if that's the, if that's the right word for it. But if we're not as evolved or as developed in in being able to manage ourselves that way, that we tend to to go there, right? Mm -hmm. And so the fact that, you know, obviously you've done work on yourself over the time, you know, and the fact that that's not where you went to begin with, that you actually stopped with the, are you okay? Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, you brought up an interesting thing too, about as you were sharing it, some other points we brought up in other episodes before too, right? So mm -hmm. that you're not as attached to the car, right? Yeah. So again, it's like, it's like you, you weren't like, oh, this is my favorite car. I love it. Right. And oh my gosh, you, 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 you smashed up and totaled my car. Right. Well, mm -hmm. and if we focus more on that and our attachment to the car, then isn't it interesting that we're actually more attached to the car than we are to our partner yeah. and indirectly are loving our car more than we love our partner. Right. Which is a little bit of an irony. But you didn't go there this time, right? right? So, so you've lost some attachment to your car. Um, you know, maybe about the kind of car that you drive, you know, or anything else too. Because a lot of times people have attachments to that, right? Like, oh, I have to drive this kind of a car because I want other people to see me as being successful. Status, yeah. Status, mm -hmm. things like that, right? And again, those are lower level uh vibrations and emotions where we want it we want to get out of that right and so obviously some of that must have must have kind of come away um and, and so you know again to me it's just it's interesting to see well and even too you know you 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 made a mention of well now i get to go test drive new cars right so taking some of those things that we might think are challenges but turning them into opportunities like Hey, it is kind of fun to go test drive cars, right? So mm -hmm. now you can dream a little bit more about what type of new car do you want? You know, because again, I mean, your daughter's older now than when you bought the other one. So maybe your life has changed and you want your vehicle to be able to do something else for you. So maybe something completely different. We right lived now. in the city then and now we're out kind and of now in you're the country, out, so it's right? different stuff and so now something else is a possibility and um and it's probably again it's it's nothing that you you know the fact that you don't have your car now means there's space in your cup right to get a new car now too right i mean because again there's only two of you driving you only need two cars right i mean uh, yeah. but now because you only have the one you're back to one car now you have an opportunity to kind of replace that which is kind of that, you know, we talked about before, right? If your cup is full, then you can't add more to it. So it's right. it's kind of interesting how all of this kind of plays together. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. I said, totally would not have like all these things that we talked about, these kind of these lessons that we've been going through would not have been like, you know, in the past, I know I would have gotten upset and I would have throw the blame out and I would have seen this as this terrible thing. And I'd have been, and I'd let it kind of bug me and bother me and eat at me. And I get to keep this, you know, the kind of the, the fear of, can I afford it? You know, can I afford a new car and like, it just let all this stuff kind of be inside. And I, I was actually surprised. Like I take a step back and like surprised that I did not feel any of that this time hmm. um, because I kind of expected, you know, well, that's what's happened in the past. So, you know, when, when I've had to replace the car, um, you know, so what, nothing this time. Um, and I know that's because of the work that I've been doing. Yeah. Well, and it's the, you know, again, as we kind of talk about evolvement and other things like that on the spiritual path, you know, a lot of people, uh, one of the, one of the main benefits and one of the ways to know if you're making progress is what emotions are you in most of the time? And so if if you're not defaulting back to anger and shame and depression and some of those things, if you're able to not get sucked back down uh, when those things happen, then you're elevating yourself, right? Your body frequency is going up. You're, you're gaining more light. You're loving more, right? Those are all kind of side effects of, of, of the evolution here um, or evolvement that, that we're all kind of going through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, you know, what's interesting because we, we started off talking about, well, you know, how do you know if you're making progress? Because I'm, I'm that way a lot of times too, right? I mean, I'm with myself all the time. And I know there's been, you know, I- experiences, for example, where I, maybe it's been a, a, f- a few weeks or a couple of months since I've seen a friend of mine. And, and I've had several last little while that, you know, when I see him, they're like, Jason, you look good. And I'm like, what do you mean? I look good. Right. <laughs> what, what is it? What does that mean? Please be more specific. Right. So I can, cause good is, is kind of general. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> they would say things like, you seem brighter. You seem to kind of you know, before you seemed heavier and now you seem lighter and and it Mm -hmm. feels like, you know, lighter in that, you know, not pushed down, but also lighter in like, I'm emitting more light. I'm brighter, you know, Mm -hmm. as well. And some people have said, you know, your eyes look clearer and it's like, huh, that's interesting. Right. Um, I've noticed my eyes have gone from more of like a hazel gray back to more of the blue that they were before. Interesting. Well, there's reasons for it, but interesting, right? Um, but again, I'm with myself every day, so I don't, I don't necessarily notice this. And so I think one thing to help people, um, you know, think about if you're making progress is we've got to have some time for reflection mm-hmm. or for looking back, right? And sometimes that could be like Brad had where it was a major, uh, I'll say kind of major life event, if you will, right? Where where something big happens and those always kind of make us pause a little bit and then we can kind of look back and say, oh, well, you know what? I think I, I think I handled that better than I did last time I had something like this happen, right? Um, you know, same thing for me, like when I see, see people that I haven't seen for a while, 
and they they tell me how I look, right? Well, that that helps me uh, to be able to see that, well, I am making changes, right? You know, you talked about your daughter. And again, every day you don't see it, but if you stopped and kind of measured her pants from the ground, you know, every week or two, right? Mm-hmm. If you stopped and you're reflective on that, then you can start to see some of the changes that you've made. Now, you know, you're not going to pull out a tape measure and measure your spirituality <laughs> level <laughs> like you would your daughter's pants, right? Yeah, but what if... a cool spiritual tool if we had one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. Tape right? measure. Yeah. Here's my spirit spirit of a meter, right? Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, I'm pretty right? sure I've seen that movie with Egon and <laughs> Bankman, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but but what if what if you you know took a little time, five, 10, 15 minutes once a week or something like that, just put it on your calendar to kind of stop and reflect and think, well, how did I do this last week? You know, how did I do compared with the previous week? You know, you can look at it at the end of the day. One of the things that I do as I'm going to bed usually is kind of ask myself, well, how did I how did I do today compared with yesterday? Did I do my best? Were there some things that I could have done different? Were there some rocks that I've picked up and thrown in my backpack that's made me heavy today? And can I take them out, right? So that tomorrow I start without having those. And so having some sort of a regular time for reflection. And again, I'm not talking about like this is this shouldn't take you two hours to do, right? In literally five minutes, you could do it, 10, 15 minutes, whatever you want to do. It doesn't take much time, but it's really interesting when you do stop and turn around and look back what you've actually accomplished. And it kind of reminds me, um, there's a famous Steve Jobs, when he was still alive, he, he did a commencement speech for Stanford University one time. It's yep. a great, great speech. Um, if, if uh, It's out on YouTube and everything else. But um, the one, one of the points from that that I really remember was he was talking about kind of life experiences and how sometimes as we go through life, we have what seems to be kind of these random experiences that we don't understand. And we never will until we stop and turn around and look at where we've come on our journey. And we'll, and you'll notice that a lot of those points that seem to be random as we're meandering through life actually line up and make perfect sense when you take the time to turn around and look at them. Yeah. And and that's kind of what we're talking about here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's kind of like a, a airport runway. You look back and you can see the lights on the runway behind you. You're like, oh well, that's how I kind of that's how I got here. That's where we the, lose the land and mm-hmm. it's like that. Um, another really good thing that I don't do, I'll I'll be up for. I don't do it, but I think it would be another really good way to do this would be journaling, to be able to kind of write stuff down. And then when you can go back and actually read and say, well, six months ago, these are kinds of thoughts that I had, and this is what was going on compared to where I am today. And that way you can actually have that physical um, comparison tool for you. Well, yeah. And if you're, if you're one of those people who likes to journal, that's a great, great way of doing it. Even, even just a few, a few words, you know, you don't have to, I know a lot of people and I'm guilty of this too. I, I don't really journal either. 
It's just not a thing for me, but, but I do take a lot of notes during the day. Right. And, and one of, one of my mentors, when I was a young man told me that the faintest pen is better than the best mind. The faintest pen is better than the best mind. So a lot of us think, and I, and I, I've got a great memory for the most part, but even writing down just a few words um, on a piece of paper will help to bring back complete conversations that you've had before. And so again, if you want to try journaling as one of the ways to reflect, you don't have to sit there and write out a bunch of prose for 30 minutes, right? Um, it can it can be short. It doesn't even have to be grammatically correct, right? A few words, a few phrases um, to help. Yeah. yeah, bullet points to kind of help you understand where you're at. Um, can be can be really helpful, you know, in in figuring it out. Um, but I think it's you know, and and you know, I don't have anything kind of formal. And like I said, certain friends that I see every few months, um, they they usually just on their own accord kind of um, tell me things like that. Mm-hmm. But I've even started to. Um, ask people certain things as I'm working on it. So, uh, so one of the, one of the people that I, that I know she's very, she's very good at sensing and feeling energy. And so she can actually, she's not reading my mind, but she knows what I'm feeling or where I'm at from my attention you standpoint. Can kind of feel your energy. And where your energy you is can at. feel my energy if my energy is here with her in the present moment or if I'm if I'm distracted in somewhere else if I'm if I'm uh, you know sometimes she'll sense things about me before I consciously sense them you know like like sometimes she'll look at me and she's like are you, are you okay are you are you really okay you know and again it's it's not like you know and then all of a sudden you know sometimes a minute or two later I'm like oh shit that's what it is. Right. And, and so, so for some people, you know, like her, I'll actually, you know, say things as we're talking, like, you know, I'm, I'm working on like being more present and having my energy fully right in a conversation. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing little things um, to make myself more present when I can feel my mind or my energy and my light being wandering and sometimes it's, it wanders on purpose because I'm doing something. Sometimes it just wanders without me necessarily wanting it, right? So mm-hmm. I'm doing certain things, you know, to practice and exercise that muscle of being more fully present. And so sometimes I'll 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 do my little thing in the background and then I'll look at her and I'm like, am I here? And she's like, yeah, now you're here. You're back. Right. Um, you know, so we can use friends, you know, um, some people have like accountability groups or accountability buddies, sometimes even like from a business standpoint, you know, but you could do the same kind of thing. I mean, people that you trust, that you love, that, that, you know, understand, you can even, you know, use some of them to say, Hey, how, how am I doing? Brad, Brad, how do my eyes look? Do you feel like I'm here with you fully, right? Am I am I mm-hmm. am I the Jason that you know? 
right? Because again, sometimes we, uh, you know, there's things called ego states and psychology and everything else where sometimes we, a, a different part of us shows up, right? And sometimes that different part of us showing up is necessary for what we're going through and doing, right? But sometimes it's not, right? Because sometimes we're, it's just our channel kind of tricking us uh, and and we're not actually being our higher self or, or thinking and saying things from our higher self, right? And so can we come back to that, right? Uh, in, in, instead of allowing the ego state to kind of go, go off the rails and take us somewhere that we don't necessarily want to go. Um, because I, I can tell that about myself. And again, friends have noticed this, you know, in me too, like all of a sudden it's like something kind of switches and they're like, oh, there's the old Jason again. That's now you're, now you're back. Right. Um, is another thing too. So, yeah. Well, it seems like this, a lot of it boils down to kind of awareness, mm-hmm. just kind of paying attention to, to what's going on. Um, I mean, I know I have really taking pains to be more aware of how I interact with my daughter, for instance, you know, I know in the past I've been probably harder than I needed to be with her. Um, I would, uh, be if, try to exert more control over her. And I don't know if that's something we've talked about, or maybe it's a future mm-hmm. episode talking about control, but you know, that, you know, don't do this or you need to, should do this or, you know, trying to, to direct her and kind of what she should be doing. Um, and now I've been more aware and, and really trying to make sure that I don't do that anymore with her that when I start feeling those thoughts of trying to control her, that I'm trying to stay something that would be a controlling thought, for instance, I kind of pull back. You know, if I said, you know, in the past, maybe I would say, Hey, you know what? That shirt doesn't look good. You know, wear something, you know, a different shirt that looks better or the shirt and the pants don't match, you know, you know? Um, and now I'm like, you know, maybe I, I see the shirt and in my head, I'm like, they don't really go together, but, you know, I'm like, but I'm not saying anything because that's up to her to wear what she wants. You know, and as long as it's weather appropriate, you know, keep her warm or cool, whatever, and school appropriate, you know, wear what she wants. Um, and this is, you know, something that I've had to work. It's the little things, <laughs> you know, but um, no, but see, there's yeah. another, there's another example, right? Yeah. Is uh, is you're making progress because when you see her come out in mismatched clothes, right? And again what's good, what's bad, what's, what's matching, what's not matching. Right. Those are, again, those are, those are things that we've all been taught, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can't wear stripes with plaid or I don't, I don't, I don't even keep track. I used to care. Now I don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the fashionistas would eat me up probably, but I don't care. I wear what's comfortable and what I feel like wearing today. Um, but you know, the fact that you're not letting that get to you, right. You're making progress as well. Right. Because you might have the thought, right. And and so this too, maybe it's progress, right. Is at the beginning, you know, you see it and you're saying something and you're going off, you know, before you even really kind of consciously think about it. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the point where, you consciously think about it and you tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't say that. And you say it anyway. 
<laughs> right? But that's, you, that's, you know that that's something you shouldn't you, say. You know, and it slips you're out, and then you're like, say. well, there it went. Yeah. Yeah. But that's progress from doing it unconsciously. Right. And then you get mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, you think it, and then you don't say it. Right. Or, or you, or you reword it in a question or some other way that's non judgmental. Like, do you think those two things match? Yeah, I do, Dad. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> right. To where we probably, you know, get maybe even get to the point where we don't even notice. Yeah. Because what other people wear has nothing to do with us. Right. There. Yep. And, and your daughter's getting to the age now, you know, again, she's eight. So, as a as a sovereign being right except for keeping her safe physically safe and mm -hmm. within the bounds of what the law tells you that you have to do as a parent she's she's kind of a sovereign person at this point i mean she's capable of making decisions like what she's going to wear mm -hmm. um just she's no longer an infant right, right. sort of thing and and maybe we get to the point where it's like, well, I, I it doesn't really bother me what you wear or what you don't wear or what you say or what you don't say, right? And so maybe that's a little bit of a continuum, right? That that all of you listening can can be thinking about too. Is just like, and and don't expect to be like to go from like saying <laughs> saying random shit that you know you didn't even consciously realize you were saying to the far end of the extreme of not being attached and not having anything around the control, right? It goes in steps. Yeah. Um, it goes in steps. And, and as we were talking, an, another thing that kind of came up to me on, you know, if you know that you're making progress is around the relationships and the people that you're with. Okay. And, and let me explain what I mean here is, as, as you're evolving, as you're growing, as you're becoming more loving and more grateful and everything else, right? That eventually the people around you may start to treat you differently as well. They treat you with more love. They treat you with, you know, express more gratitude to you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, again, they're mirroring you. So if you see the people around you improving uh, it's not the right word but you know what i mean it can though like I'm, yeah. i've noticed it with my wife like our relationship has actually gotten better over mm -hmm. the past couple of years because mm -hmm. i don't know as i've gone down this path and started to not be attached to some of this stuff uh, you know i can tell that like she's more loving she's more you know kind of more that playful thing that we had when we were you know first got together and we're dating and like it's it's definitely we got we've gotten closer because of that and I, like i said it definitely consents a a reflection or that she's being able to you know kind of play into that a bit and mm -hmm. so in this case it is definitely a an improvement yeah so your relationships with the people around you will change like that right mm -hmm. or you know what what may happen too and a lot of times people get a little concerned about this but certain people may orbit out of your life mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing right it's not a bad thing we tend to think of it as a bad thing because it's like oh i lost that friend or oh i don't talk to my uncle anymore or whatever whatever it might be but that actually may be a very, very good thing because you've effectively kind of elevated 
or your emotions and your state and everything just doesn't align with where they're at, right? They don't want to move. They don't want to grow. And so, you know, you, you kind of separate, separate out and that's, it's a good thing. You know, if you're going down, it's, it's (laughs) different, but if you, if you feel like you're, you're evolving and you're kind of moving forward and upward, it's not necessarily a bad thing. So have, have certain people, especially if those people are, are negative or angry or mean, if those, if you start to see that some of those people that were in your life are no longer in your life now, then you're probably making progress too. Yep. You don't want to be around them and they don't want to be around you. And that's a good thing at that point. So it doesn't drag yeah. you down. Yeah, no, I had some college buddies, you know, roommates and that kind of stuff in college, people that were actually in my wedding and I've not talked to them in over 10 years. Yeah. But it's nothing thing. personal. It's not like they no. did something to piss you off or they were. Yeah. You know, it was just, just... We just separated because like you said, I went this way and they were very self-focused and, you know, and, and it just, we just, it didn't mesh anymore. It just didn't work anymore. Like it did when we were in college. And so I went this way and they went that way. And I mean, no hard feelings, but that's yeah. just the way it was. Yeah. So anyway, that's some, um... I think for today, some good things for people to think about, you know, how, how to know if you're making progress. And, and, you know, I think one of the hardest things too on this path is to be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, realize that, you know, all these changes come in increments, you know, a lot of times the little acts that you do every single day, you don't realize how much you how much progress you've made after even just like a month. And so, you know, stopping, seeing that, reflecting on it, celebrating it, you know, too, right? I mean, it's like with with you in the car, Brad, you know, it's like, yes, 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 right? I mean, I don't know, go take yourself to a fancy dinner. I don't know, whatever, what some some kind of celebration. Yeah, I I now get to, you know, maybe test drive some of those cars that I kind of thought, you know, kind of my the dream cars that I thought about, you know, well, now I am looking for something. I can go to the dealership and say, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm in the, in the, uh, the market for a new car and trying some stuff out and seeing what, uh, what fits me. And mm-hmm. why not drive that fancy, you know, Mercedes or whatever it might be. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is that you've been dreaming about, why not drive it? Then you mm-hmm. can decide if you want it or not, but it's, um, you know, cause, cause again, and I think, I think too, then if you, if you, so for everybody listening, you're probably making more progress than you realize. Mm-hmm. And you may be harder on yourself than it, than you really deserve because we, we tend to be hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, especially those of us that are type a, you know, perfectionists or want to or have a high standard. I'm not going to say perfectionist because I wouldn't call myself a perfectionist, but I have a a high personal standard in some of the things that I do, right? But can we have a little bit more grace for ourselves? Can we have a little bit more love for ourselves? Because in reality, you're probably making a lot more progress than you're giving yourself credit for. And just stopping and and seeing that in yourself is good. But here's another thing that you can do as well. When you notice it in other people, share with them. 
-hmm. right? If you notice, you know, other people making progress, if you notice that somebody seems happier, that they look brighter, that, you know, they're, they're treating you different, share that with them, share some appreciation with them too. And that will help you as well, because just the act of doing that is going to move you into a space of gratitude, at least for a short period of time, gratitude and love. Right. And the more, more time that we can spend there, the better. So, yeah. 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 Just remember that the changes usually aren't the big, huge, you know, I wake up one morning and I'm a foot taller or all of a sudden I can now see dead people. Like it usually doesn't happen like that. It's more of a gradual, yeah, gradual progression. Yep. So just like if you started going to the gym, you know, you wouldn't be working out and feel like, you know, nothing's happened. And then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you're like totally buff and you've lost a hundred pounds. It doesn't happen in one day, (laughs) but, but Mm -hmm. slow and steady wins the race. If you just stay consistent, treat these things as practices or exercises and just do the best you can every day. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this episode. So, uh, you know, Take some of the things that we take it or, or leave it. You don't have to do anything as well. But I know for me and I know for Brad, um, we found a lot of benefit in kind of stopping and reflecting and and seeing where we've come and see the change in other people as well. So why not take a few minutes and uh, do that for yourself and just see how, how it fits, see how it feels on you. And if you think that this podcast has gotten better and improved since we started it, let us know that too. We'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on that. There you go. That as well. That as well. All right, everybody. Well, have a great week and we'll see you on the next episode.